You're listening to another episode of The Zag. Erica Soap here. Historic day on The Zag. It's our first four-person pod. Three amazing alums are here. Sarah Weiss and Alana. They ran our NLC LA Engage program this year. They got stories to tell. We'll hear them. They're also alumni of Institute and Engaged, and they're also quarantining, so they'll have stories. Let's get into all of it. Thanks for listening. Let's get to it. All right, Weiss, I asked Sarah this question before we started, but when was when was the last time you saw a human being outside of your home? Outside of my home. Actually, I mean, I kind of hinted at it, but I actually yeah. took a, I took one of the COVID tests. So I interacted with some people in hazmat suits. So I don't know if that counts. I think it counts. Alana, same for you. Any questions or any people you've seen outside of, of the home? I, I went to Costco yesterday, so I saw many, many people. And uh, it's just an incredibly panicking experience going to the grocery store now. Um, at one point, I texted my partner because I couldn't find something that we wanted. And I asked him where it was in the store. And he said that he considered, like, trying to screw with me. But then he was <laughs> like, I know what mental state she must be in. So I'll refrain. Um, so that was the last time I saw other people. Yeah. That's a sign of a strong relationship, or maybe it's a sign of a worrisome relationship. I'm not sure which one, but yeah. And then, Sarah, Sarah, tell folks, when was the last time you saw the engaged crew? So it would have been virtual, but when was the last time you guys closed out with them? Uh, we, well, we did have our last session, although it was virtual, um, beginning of Mar- uh, April. Um, so that was it was bittersweet, for sure. I think we none of us, even in our, la- in our session in March... Uh, thought that we would end the program this way, but at least it was nice to see them, albeit virtually. Yeah, it's interesting to hear your thoughts on that because, you know, having had the experience of past years where you get to build community in person and you get to execute a, a curriculum in person, uh, Weiss, what was your thought process as y'all were transitioning from in person to virtual from just like a content execution standpoint? Like, how did you want people to learn in a virtual space? Well, it was already a pretty unique situation because the last session was actually not necessarily going to be content heavy, but more presentation heavy amongst the fellows themselves. So the way that we did it was we opened the floor for whoever is in the right mindset to conduct their presentation to do so. And we were actually very impressed by not only the amount of people who were willing to do their presentation, but just how thoroughly researched and you can tell that they really put a lot of thought and care into it which i think not only did we appreciate but so did the rest of the fellows and for folks that don't know our, our engaged program focuses a little bit more on on policy and it brings uh folks together in a way similar to our our institute training experience to yeah deep dive on a, on one policy issue per weekend and the hope being that these progressives in a room can really challenge uh current policy and imagine different policies moving forward, how to undo systems that are, are unjust and those things. And now, Alana, more than ever in COVID, all our systems really are uh, worth, I think, reimagining. Does anything that happened in the engaged experience give you hope or optimism that a lot of leaders are going to take some of those bold steps that I know that we talk about within the engaged program? Um Yeah, I I was actually thinking about that this just before the call, which is that the topics that we covered, I think, are going to equip our fellows really well um, to confront and be part of the movements that are 
being empowered in the current moment and that are really needed in the current moment. The thing that comes to mind is we I think that for the, you know, for the first time uh, in the history, in like the three-year history of Engaged, we tackled um, housing and homelessness. And uh, in particular, we assigned an essay on tenants' movements and the necessity of building tenant power um, in addressing the housing crisis, which is, you know, the way we framed the session was that uh, is it a housing crisis or a rent crisis? And in what ways uh, is the current crisis sort of manufactured by landowners who create scarcity by driving up prices? And now, you know, we're experiencing um, this profound moment where we're realizing not only is it possible to house people and is it possible to for our city governments to act very quickly, um, tenants are finding themselves in a position where uh, we're in sort of a rent strike because people cannot pay rent. And there is this really narrow, what should be a broader protection for tenants, but uh, there is some protections that exist for people to withhold their rent um, during this time of crisis and choose to you know, buy necessities like food and not pay their rent. So, um, and then we also covered uh, criminal justice and the penal system. So um, I think a lot of what we looked at are hopefully equipping the fellows right now to really understand um, how to build solidarity with uh, movements around abolition and tenants' rights. And then, Sarah, I know you and, and, and Weiss and Alonso are retiring from leading Engage, but if we said we don't accept your retirement and put you in charge of Engage next year, what one or two topics would you for sure want to see on the schedule, knowing what kind of world we're likely going to be in for 2021? Oh, that's a really good question. I mean, I think that so many things are changing. Um, I mean, one of the one of the most, I think one of the most, uh, I think like profound lenses that you know we use, or in, in terms of the structures that we look at, um, <clears throat> with an engaged is just really looking at capitalism. Um, and so I think that'll be really interesting to see next year. Um, you know how the economy shifts. Um, and I think that looking at real estate, looking at economic development, um, but also looking, and I'm not the biggest like tech person, right? But I think that Zoom <laughs> has completely changed, you know, the way that we operate and our productivity and all of that. So I think it'll be interesting just to see, um, you know, the role that technology will play, um, whether or not that's good or bad, um, and also just social media. But I think those are all really interesting topics. Um, and just to see like how our productivity changes, um, especially when we're dealing with a pandemic. Well said. When we come back, we'll continue with our engaged crew talking about the past, present, and future of the program. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of The Zag. We'll be right back. Well, it's one of the things I'm curious on your thoughts for. When it comes to building community now virtually, if you had to run back engaged and were in charge, like how would you even intellectually put together an experience that still lets people bond and engage in the same way that they did in past years? Yeah, I think that, I mean, obviously without the physical connection that you get from just being in a room with a bunch of people, which, you know, God knows when that, that's going to happen next. Um, I think that having the ability to um, well, first acknowledging sort of some of the elephants in the room, the fact that we are now asking people to share their full selves to what essentially is a electronic device 
expecting them to um, treat that as if they were talking to people, um, which in a way they are, but also in a way they're not. Um, so at least bringing that up and allowing that to be something that we also explore within it, um, within ourselves. And then in addition, just ensuring that we continue to bring in the right kinds of people who um, have the right uh, perspectives when it comes to something like this. I think that, you know, the, the guests that we were able to provide into this space uh, as we continue to pro- progress this thing forward, uh, we really wanted to bring a lot of people who are on the, you know, on the ground actually doing the, the work and finding out sort of what keeps them moving. And I think just continuing that, I'm sure, will still provide a lot of enlighten, enlightenment for people who are listening. And then circling back to culture, Alana, as we talked about at the beginning, you are living with someone in your home. What's the advice of staying sane? <laughs> um, I think dual office spaces uh, has helped. We've been like investing in a lot of furniture. We have two bedrooms. And so now we have a desk in each bedroom and there's a third desk now in our living area. So we have uh, a lot of different options. So we're fortunate to have that kind of space. Um, it's also, this is like, you know, against all the cliches, it's been really nice. It's been really wonderful to like have, you know, uh, a quarantine buddy and to spend more time with my partner and to not have uh, the daily grind of what my job usually entails sort of be there. And so I'm trying to kind of be present and recognize that. But I probably can say that because we have separate spaces that we can, you know, do our work in. By the way, not to toot Alana's horn, she pioneered the sourdough starter as a thing to do. I think she was oh, doing it like months. <laughs> she was doing it like months before the quarantine even happened. Yeah. So not to not to pull the hipster yeah, card. I did. Sh- I did share all of my sa- some sourdough bread. Wait, Sarah, go ahead. Oh no, I'm gonna say. Can I say that Alan- Alana started the bread trend? I mean, she was already <laughs> making fancy sourdough before all of this started and now all of a sudden it's trending and I'm like a lot of us the OG <laughs> she made them for the fellows too so that was that was nice. Wait, so Alana have you moved on to like churning butter and making your own soap what's the what's the next level hit I've, st- I've started baking sweets I mean I still I'm churning out a lot of bread but I've started like trying to make cakes and cookies which I is much harder it's much more difficult I really think that like any person can become an amateur sourdough baker, but folks who bake cakes and cookies are like scientists because uh, it's really difficult, but it's fun. And I mean, you know, if you put enough butter and sugar and things, everything tastes good. It will be good. Sarah, where's the first place you're going to go once you're allowed to go places again? I need to travel back home to Costa Rica. I am <laughs> I am missing the beach. <laughs> I'm missing nice warm weather and just being out in the open with like a drink you know (laughs) that's what i'm missing the most right now hey last thing and this is more for sarah and alana since you were also in the original engaged class in 2017 uh, did you ever picture we'd sort of end up like this where it actually kind of worked in a really good way we've had uh, good experiences in the room itself but we've also had folks who've continued their nlc journey in unique ways obviously y'all decided to continue on as, as fellows um 
all three of you were were board members and leading things. Yeah, it was. It's been really surprising how uh, I, I I'm looking for a different word than engaged, but I, I'm I'm not coming up with it. So how engaged I've I've stayed with this community. And I was actually thinking. I think you know the first time we met and that I interviewed would have been December of 2016. <laughs> Um, That's true. Because we ran it late. Yeah. 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 And then sort of off topic of that question, but something that uh, I'm thinking about, thinking about Weiss's answer about building the right spaces, whether they're virtual or in person in the future, something that I'm the most proud of that uh, Sarah Weiss and I, I think, centered was bringing people from communities who are living out uh, whatever issue we're examining as and centering them as our guest speakers, I think is uh, just of in critical importance. And I really hope that that continues to be a feature of NLC spaces and engaged in the future. So when we looked at the housing crisis, we brought in an unhoused person. We looked at the prison system, we brought in someone who had experienced incarceration. And I think that added so much to the experience. And as folks are uh, building educational spaces in the future, that needs to be something that we hold ourselves accountable to. Listen, thank you to all three for leading an engaged session in very strange pandemic times. And thanks for all your contributions, NLC. And thanks, everyone, for listening to this episode of The Zag. Make sure to catch all past episodes and all the places you get your podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher. They're all there. Drop lots of episodes in the last two weeks. Make sure to check them out. And until next time, we'll catch you soon.